Hi, welcome to Suplex of Sticks, coming at you hot from the mega fruit paradise in Super Mario Party. It's your hosts, David and Seth. Hi. <laughs> hi. Hi. I did what you did. I know. I, I always do an enthusiastic hi. I can't help myself. That's true. You can't. It's a disease that you have. Mm-hmm. So. It's a, it's a virus. It's a computer virus. Trust me. <laughs> I'm a doctor. The, I... I yeah. Anyway, toboggan. Um, so, uh, how are you doing, man? How are you I'm, doing, Doctor Toboggan? I'm doing great. <laughs> um, so, yeah, this is. Uh, I mean, we we're on the episode. I think this is 65. Mm. I've been doing this. For I a know long how time. to count all the way to 55, not 65. Uh, you do. We had yeah. an episode 55, so we did. We also oh. had two episode 60s. Did we? Yeah, because the, the one episode that we thought was episode 60. Uh, and then the yeah. actual episode 60. <laughs> mm. So, alright. So let's talk about some fun things. Because I finally... I mean, I didn't get to talk about it last week because it wasn't out. But I finally got to play Mario Party. And it... Nice. Um, it did, now, in fact... I have a... Were, but before you played it, were you tricked into buying it? No, no, no. <laughs> I bought it of my own volition. I looked at okay, the case. Uh, actually, I pre-ordered it. So um, I definitely bought it of my own volition. I That's good. put it into the game system of my own volition, and I played it. That's good. That's important. Without Nintendo tricking are... me. Too many people are forced to insert games into their consoles. Yeah, and uh, I'm definitely not one of them. That's good. So, and not in this game, at least. Right. It could still happen to you. I have not played against computers yet, but I made sure that my first time playing it was against other people. So, uh, how do you know they weren't? How do you know that they weren't computers? Uh, we can get into it in a second, but one of them might be, and he was a malfunctioning computer. Uh, so, I played with <laughs> your brother and one of our mutual acquaintances, friend, whatever you want to label him, uh, Michael Todd, <laughs> and a mutual friend, Ariel. And it was Ariel. Ariel. Yeah, it was an experience. We played on Mega Fruit Paradise, which is one of four boards, which Nintendo. I don't think they necessarily advertised that there was only four boards before, you know, the game came out, or at least before all this. But that's fine, because in my opinion, and like I said before to people, really the mini games are what makes Mario Party great, not the board. The board is just there for you to look at in between the mini games. Uh, disagree, Ooh, okay. but continue. All right, so... We can, we'll get into that in a minute, but the, we had a good time. It's very, it's classic Mario Party. They, they got it right. It's not anything weird. You know, you roll dice and you get coins and you buy stars with those coins. And at the end, someone gets an arbitrary star for something they did that they probably didn't deserve a star for. And it's a good time. 
Uh, your brother won, if you were wondering. And he won by a large margin because he got lucky. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> and we had a good time besides Michael making me very mad during a two-on-two game. He proved to be fairly useless. Oh, bummer. In that aspect. But let's talk about gameplay because they did something in this game, Seth, that blew my freaking mind. And they might have done it in the other Mario parties, but I didn't know it. But they... So what they did is instead of you going to a separate practice screen, you just practice right there after it tells you the mini game, And then everyone hits the L and R button on top of the Joy-Con to say that they're ready. But the practice yeah. inherently is happening. Yeah, I do believe that is a brand new addition. Yeah, it's special. It's when that was happening. It it was good. I I'm sorry. I get real excited about <laughs> stupid stuff like that because yeah, true, you do. the the amount of time wasted going back and forth between those screens, especially with I want to put this nicely, especially with people that can't read rules and get it right the first time. I didn't yeah. say it nicely, but I mean, genuinely, games in Mario Party are not that hard. And so if you can't read rules and get it right the first time, then I don't care how much practice you're going to get. It's not going to help you. So having to go back and forth to practices like three times is a real pain. And so this cuts that out. It makes it easy. You can just sit there and wait for them to say they're ready, which is still annoying, but much less so because there's no loading screen. Yeah. So this this game is really good. I like, I especially like the fact that each character has their own special character dice block that adds a right. different kind of strategy to the game. Mm-hmm. I can't say whether or not it fully changed how anyone played, but it definitely was a cool little addition to either choose between the one through six dice block or, like, say, I was playing as the magical telepathic goomba that they found to put into this game right and his is like a one two so the one and two are coins instead of moves Mm -hmm. and then three four five six are moves so you have the chance to get coins instead of move which is kind of neat if you are going for that or like you're running low on coins you might need some before a star yeah so that it's neat little strategies. I don't know everyone's dice blocks. I know that Ariel was playing as one of the Koopas, and one of hers was a 10 move, which was good. That's useful. She, she never got it, but, you know, it was, like, it was like three ones, a two, a five, and a 10. <laughs> so she was either moving far or not at all. But... yeah. You know, that's kind of the the point of it. Yeah, so have you played this at all, Seth? I have not, no. Um, I have no one to play games with. I'm very lonely and sad. <laughs> oh, that's not true. Don't do that. <laughs> um, so, I've also been playing Destiny, which we don't need to talk about because nothing new has happened in that. It's literally just the same. 
But Mario Party was real fun, and I've been playing more Dragon Ball Fighter Z, and I feel like I'm getting better at it. I by no means am going to be a professional, but I am getting better. Yeah. I can beat most of the computers now with getting hit like maybe once, and that's on a counter. So it's kind of, I'm kind of hoping, well, I need to look to see if there's a difficulty thing to make turn the difficulty up, or I need to just be playing against higher level computers in arcade, because it's starting to bore me, because I... Gotta play just, online. Oh, I don't know if I'm ready for that. <laughs> that's a... That's a that's a big jump cuz I mean fighting games online the only fighting game that I have been good at online is Mortal Kombat and that's just cuz I'm inherit I I am good at that game me and Ben <laughs> me and a good friend Ben would play Mortal Kombat online a lot back in the day Shouts out to Ben Yeah so so uh, what what have you been playing, Seth? I've been talking a lot, a little more than usual about what I played, but I get excited about Mario Party, and it was fun. So, so of course you and I played Destiny together. Some um, we did the uh, the the Whisper of the Worm quest. It was a very fun experience for us. Oh um, yeah. Uh, I. I won't go into that, um, because I after that I I really didn't play much more Destiny um, this weekend because I finally um, got around to starting Spider Man, um, so I've been playing that pretty obsessively. It is it's good. What what can I say? Uh, you've talked a lot about its its praises. Um, I don't have a, a whole lot to add to all the stuff that you have said about it um, because I'm not too far in. Um, certainly, immediately, like the first thing that you notice is how how fun it is to move in the game, just swinging around. Um, I, right. I actually like made a mental note like once once I fi- kind of figured out how to how to really get the the swinging going and building up speed and stuff. It it's very reminiscent of like. Mario Odyssey and that it is just just the act of moving around the game could be a wholly satisfying game. I mean yeah. not one that not one that you would want to pay 60 bucks for certainly, but it's it's just really enjoyable to to do stuff um just to to go from place to place. I don't even know why they put a fast travel option in this game honestly. Um, yeah, I was I was wondering that. I don't want to stop you too much, but yeah, I definitely that was something in my brain too. Also, the there was one moment I laughed out loud was after the first mission that you control Mary Jane um when Mary Jane and Peter go to like this diner and then <laughs> Stan Lee shows up <laughs> out of nowhere. It was so hilarious and dumb to me. Uh, I laughed out loud. Um, yeah, yeah. It's I've been really enjoying it. the The combat is fun. Um, so yeah, I, I I I'm sure I will have more thoughts about it to come in the future. But yeah, that's where I'm at on that. I'm really enjoying it. Glad I finally got around to it. Honestly, because I was kind of 
after we we did that one thing, after we did the whisper quest, which we had been trying for like a couple days to get it. Um, Man, yeah. It, and and that was really fun, honestly, because it was a challenge for us. Um, the the first couple times we got nowhere near close to finishing it. Um, and then you know we kept incrementally getting closer until we finally beat it, and that was really fun, and, and it was a very cathartic moment. Um, but on, but like I had honestly, i playing that like the over, playing Destiny over the past week outside of that has kind of been boring to me. Um, I don't know why. I, I'm sure that they have the the Festival of the Lost upcoming, which should have some new stuff, which I will certainly dive into. Um, but just the the grind of that game can kind of like it reaches a point where um, I'm sure that you will comment on this, where it doesn't seem like you are making any progress, and so it just becomes kind of tedious to play. Um, and so the good thing was that I had Spider-Man to get into, which is a very different style game. Um, so yeah, that's been good. I also played the game that you assumed that I played last week, which is Mega Man 11. Oh, nice. I actually had no clue you played that. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I actually I wanted to get the special Amiibo edition with the cool Mega Man Amiibo. Uh, they didn't have it at GameStop. I... <laughs> It was so funny when I asked the 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 woman at the register if they had it. She had no idea what it was. Um, <laughs> she went up and looked in the system for the old Super Smash Bros. Mega Mega Man Amiibo, and oh, she said, no. "I don't think we actually sell that anywhere anymore." And I I didn't I didn't correct her because I didn't. It was clear they didn't have it. Um, yeah, so that it's I've had an it's been interesting. Um, I've only. I've only gone through... I've only beat three stages. I've played another one. Um, th- and one of them was the one that I played in the demo. Um, it's interesting. Like, I think... like my, my first opinion is that it is good. Um, but there's some... Some strange... Like, the, 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 the platforming, like, it doesn't feel as tight as... The original games, which I guess is to be expected when in a transition to a, a 3D um, from 2D. Um, but some of the stuff feels a little bit more finicky, like jumps that I should be able to make. I can't for some reason because there's like a platform above my head positioned in a place that I have no idea why it's positioned there. Right. Um, a lot of that stuff, it can be mitigated though with the... The speed gear. So the whole the, the big thing about the game, like the new edition, is the introduction of the d- introduction of the double gear system. As one of them, one of the of the two gears is the speed gear, which uh, which kind of slows down time. I guess technically it makes you move at super speed, but um, in practice it slows down time around you. Um, and the other one is the power gear, which kind of overcharges your mega buster and your um, and the the weapons you get from bosses. I don't use that one as much. Um, at least I haven't up to this point. Uh, the speed gear is very useful, though. And I think the, the the things that I have had trouble with, it's clear that the the levels were designed with those two things in mind, so it's you're supposed to use them in certain spots. Um, the level design is interesting. The, the levels are really long. Like, 
each one that I've played, I've gotten to a point where it feels like the level should be over based on my past experience with Mega Man games, and that's like halfway through the level. Um, and it's cool because it allow like each of the levels moves through like multiple different kind of environments within the same sort of biome that they are uh, placed in, and um, and different and the and the increased length allows them to introduce um, different kind of platforming challenges and then iterate on those, which is cool. Um, and it, it's not been something that I have I've disliked, except for the fact that I feel like the, the checkpointing in the, the map is kind of strange. And there are long stretches that you can go through without a checkpoint that you then have to start at the beginning of, which I have found to be very annoying. Um, but I guess, you know, I wouldn't have really have that problem if I didn't die so much. So I guess that's more on me than on the game. Um, yeah. The the other thing that's weird, and I, I remember talking about this when I played the demo, is the music. So I can't I can't decide whether I like the soundtrack or not. It's it's a far cry from when these were playing on the the Nintendo and the NES's system. And like those, it's, those have such an iconic sound, even for the tracks that aren't super great. Like there's still something about the way it sounds makes them catchy. Um, and of course, the modern systems don't have sound like that unless they are purpose purposively retro games, which this is not trying to be. Um, but the weird thing, like, so I can't really tell if the tunes are earworms or not. But the weird thing is like. I have to I have to go I went into the the sound mixer and I had to turn down like the voices and sound effects and turn the music up to maximum to really even be able to feel it in the level which is weird like I have to turn it up and turn the volume on my TV up it's it's strange like it's it's as if the music is trying to be so non-intrusive that it almost ceases to exist um and so like i try to make it to where the background like the the soundtrack is a part of the game like like it was in the other ones um so i don't know i mean the 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 tunes themselves are i i know that at some point someone will probably make 8-bit renditions of them and so i guess and i'll be able to better judge them then whether like on the whether they're good on their own merit but it's weird like it's in the game it's kind of in this weird point where it doesn't like it doesn't feel like it's part of the game to me um right and that's not to say that the tunes are bad it's just like it's weird like it doesn't feel like they belong uh in in a way um I will say that the the designs of the bosses are really cool, and it's 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 cool to see them like in the, their full 3D um, models and have them next to Mega Man like in in proper scale. Uh, they just they look really cool, and they look while they are the, still the same art style. They some they still look they somehow look different than they um, than they have in the past. Uh, so that's really cool. Um, yeah, and they they each have this this cool mechanic where like they get to a certain damage and then they 
Um, like, Blockman transforms into this giant um, golem, basically. Uh, and, the, and other ones have different kind of rage attacks, basically. Uh, so, yeah, it's been pretty cool. Um, I, I have mostly enjoyed it. Outside of, you know, little little quips. But, I, like I said, I've only played... I've only beat three bosses and, and played one more. Um, so... I don't have a, a, a judgment to make on that just yet. Did you look up the boss order? No, I did not. Um, I've tried to kind of get it based on, like, fire should beat ice, uh, stuff like that. And I've just tried to try the weapons that I have on the bosses. I don't think I've found a weakness yet. Apparently fire is not strong against ice, which I thought was weird. Um, huh. We but I haven't... Could. I haven't really had issues um, just using the Mega Buster because that, in in conjunction with the the, the speed gear, um, allows you to, to dish out damage pretty quick, and 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 it doesn't seem like there are any, at least from what I have experienced, there are any special weapons that don't do the same kind of base damage that the Mega Buster does. Okay. Um, so, yeah. But, no, I haven't really had any issues with that. The, only, the issues I have at, I've had is that I've got to the boss with, like, zero lives left because I keep dying in the stage. And so then if I die, you know, it's it's all over for me. Yeah, of course. Um, I do want to touch on something. We, we kind of did gloss over it, but, I mean, we... I should have noted this when I was talking about what we played, but I will say there is no other video game that has given me a given me cheer out loud moments like Destiny has. Yeah. Like me and Seth were ready to nearly end our friendship at one point during the Whisper of the Worm quest oh, because yeah. we thought we were I thought I was using my super wrong and I wasn't taking advantage of how he was using his super. Yeah, I was frustrated. <laughs> it, it was getting frustrating, and then finally we kind of figured out a strategy organically. Even though I had looked one up, we didn't even use the one I looked up. We just had kind of figured one that, that worked on our own, and it was it was kind of great. It, <laughs> it was really good, and we ended up doing a three-person quest with two people, and we cheered out loud and... It was a good time. Yeah, it was awesome. Uh, I I, I actually used the, was what certainly the nature of Destiny, where like it's clearly designed for everything to be cooperative. Um, oh yeah, makes it like that. I I definitely have leveled up Whisper, and I used it today uh, against a public event boss, and just absolutely decimated it. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, but. So that's that's it for what we played. Next week, I will be reporting to you guys about how I felt about Call of Duty Black Ops 4. There you go. Assuming and, you have the space to uh, install it. Yeah, we'll, we'll get to that. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's going to be... I'm excited to play it. I'm... I kind of wish you were getting it, Seth. I know that you're not a big Call of Duty fan... But I know the one thing that interested you is honestly one of the main reasons I'm getting it, which is that weird 
Roman gladiator zombies yeah. thing they teased. And so I don't know if zombies is going to be public co-op, but if it is, we should play that together one of the times. All right, maybe. Maybe. We'll so, see. I, I'm assuming they're they're going all out. And this is kind of, we can transition to the news with this, but I'm assuming that they're going to go all out on the zombies mode this year because they don't have a story mode in this game. It is literally just the blackout mode, which is the battle Royal, the multiplayer and the zombies. So it's, there's going to be a lot of content coming out for that. Which is nuts. Yeah. Um, I also learned today if you want to get any of the DLC, and this is a weird kind of shystery thing. I'm not a huge fan of it. Uh, I don't condone it. I think it's bad. But you can't buy the DLCs separate for Black Ops Four. You have uh-huh. to buy the or the Battle Pass or the Season Pass, whatever they're calling it. Mm. So you have to buy the whole year's worth of content. So. Kind of annoying, honestly. Yeah, it's, if if I, I was getting the game, that would be something I didn't like. Yeah, uh, I don't like it personally, but I also don't necessarily think I'll be playing it that far into the lifespan of the game. But we'll yeah. see. I could be wrong. The yeah. they they are moving the multiplayer back to ground focused, not jetpack type stuff. So I might end up really liking it. We'll see. Yeah, who like, knows. Um, we'll, we'll find out next week, (laughs) but (laughs) let's see, uh, more on black ops four. Uh, if you plan on installing this game on day one, it's going to have a 50 gigabyte day one patch, which is insane. Yeah. That's, uh, why? How? I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I mean, I I don't either. Like, I guess day one patches are good because it's better than having, the bugs that are in the game, um, but but on it, this is just an absurd size of a patch. Like, oh yeah, our, our I hate. I can't imagine this is happening, but it feels like they intentionally did not finish the game so they could get it out, knowing that they were going to put this patch in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you. It's it's odd, but if that's what they needed to do to get the game to come out when they wanted it to, then, you know, more power to them, I guess. Mm-hmm. The, apparently, it's, I would bet it's mostly the multiplayer or the zombies that needs to be patched because I was reading an article earlier today, I can't remember what side it was on, but they were saying after about 30% of the normal install of the game, you can play the Royale mode, the Blackout uh, mode. So uh, that's obviously not going to be in the patch. Yeah. So, Or at least if it is, it's a small thing. Which uh, you can get Thursday night at your local GameStop at 9 p.m. if they're doing the event, which... Mine is, so. I would bet most probably are. Yeah. Those were always, as a game, as a GameStop employee, the funnest midnights to do. Yeah. I, I think I've talked about it before, but that's one of my favorite memories working as a GameStop employee is these high school kids, their parents 
came with them and they brought the grill to the parking lot and they were grilling oh, food for like the 200 kids out there and they weren't even like great. associated with the business or anything they were just doing it because they wanted to and so, so it was how games bring people together yeah beautiful thing and that was back when Except... the the community was more it's... toxic almost online yeah uh, it's funny how the before before they get into the game Black Ops can really bring people together, but once you're in, boy, that's kind of that'll make you never want to play anything again. Yeah, yeah. Um. So, well, was there any news you wanted to get into? I wanna, uh, we'll switch it up and start off with you a little bit. Uh, sure. Um. Uh, during this week, Square Enix announced a collection of the Kingdom Hearts. 1.5 and 2.5 and 2.8 games uh, called Kingdom Hearts The Story So Far. Um, Ooh. It's got like nine games in it. It's kind of insane for 40 bucks. Um, it's like 300 hours of gameplay. Um, so yeah, for some reason, it's interesting though, not in Japan, oh, this is only in the U.S., um, and only on PS4. This seems like it would be a perfect thing to have on the Xbox One, considering Kingdom Hearts 3 is going to be on that, and none of the other ones have come out on Xbox. So if if you have an Xbox and you never played the games but want to play Kingdom Hearts 3, I feel like this would have been a perfect game to put on it. But no, it's only for people with a PS4. Um, I was talking to... Uh, I, I said this to you when when it got announced but i was talking to my um one of my classmates uh in one of my classes obviously is a big kingdom hearts fan and we've talked about it he's playing he's going back through and playing one and two um and i told him about it and he was like well i already have 1.5 and 2.5 so i don't really need it and i said yeah i don't need it either but i kind of want it and he's like yeah me too (laughs) Well, it's it's crazy because if you if you never got one point five and two point five, those were forty dollars each on the PS3. Yeah, they come together on in one package for forty bucks on the PS4, but this one also comes with two point eight. Right. So you're getting technically two forty dollar games for forty bucks. Yep. If you don't have either of them. So it's it's a good deal, but I have two discs that make that up. Yeah. But you would be I would be lying if I did not look up the trade-in values of those two discs to put them into one. Uh, I know, man. I mean, it's it was, it's just convenient. Yeah. And I I mean, I'm not going to do it cuz I do like the cover art, which is a weird reason, but uh, I'm going to stand by it. And yeah. But this is a great package for yeah. anyone to get if you don't know anything about the Kingdom Hearts story at all. And if you're wondering if the games themselves are any good, go back and uh, re-listen to the episodes where where I was playing them, and you can hear my thoughts. Yeah, and see how well they hold up or they don't. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, yeah, Kingdom Hearts, man, that is coming. 
and I'm so excited. We also have some other things coming. Uh, surprise drop on the Switch. Very surprised out of nowhere, but Guacamelee was released on the Switch. Yep. Which, you and know... And 2, I've... right? What? And 2, right? No. Oh. Guacamelee 1, the Turbo Deluxe whatever, the one that comes with all the DLC. And then Guacamelee 2 is coming in December. Ah, uh, yes. And... I'm really excited because uh, if you go back and listen to previous episodes when Guacamelee 2 was announced, I kind of was uh, frustrated because that game is a Lucha Metroidvania type game, <laughs> which is just made for me almost. And you would think it would be made for Seth, but he is not a huge fan of it. Yeah, I mean, it's um, all right. I didn't yeah. play much of it. And I so, probably still won't, because I think it, it's on my Wii U. So yeah, I probably won't be playing that anytime soon. But now that it's on Switch, I might give it another try, because it's supposed to be really good. Yeah, and I, I mean, I love it. And there's co-op on the first one. I don't know if they carried over co-op to the second one, but you should play it. I believe it. so, yes. Everyone should play it. So, let's see. We've got Destiny 2 Festival of the Lost coming up later this month. Yeah. Which I'm super excited for. Seth, Next week, I believe, actually. Yep. It starts. Uh, it runs until the end of the month. Seth kind of brought up that this was coming when he was talking about what he played. So there's going to be, you know, the various things where you can do activities to get spooky stuff and masks, all the good stuff. And I love those masks. They're also adding a mode to the forest on Mercury? Yeah. Right? Mercury? It's not, um, it's not technically going to be on Mercury. Oh, it's not? No. Okay. Well, basically, it's going to be a haunted forest mode where you have 15 minutes to go as deep as you can into this haunted forest, which means that there will probably be a really good weapon attached to this that people will find out about after they get deep enough. So yeah. the cool thing is like it, it is based on the, the mode on Mercury from that DLC, but um, it's going to be available to anyone. Like even if you don't have forsaken or you don't have the DLCs, you'll still be able to use it. Oh really? Yeah. Oh cool. That's good. So, yeah, 15 minutes to go as deep as you can, fight, clearing out enemies, and it'll be spooky-themed. And then they are also releasing a patch sometime this October to balance out some of the weapons for PvE, which will be good for all of us people that use scout rifles, because they've kind of been crappy in PvE. Mm -hmm. And now they will be good again, ideally. So, with that... Um, I am, I want to talk about this because it's, it's RPG related and okay. I'm excited. Microsoft okay. is close to buying Obsidian apparently. Right. And that really gets me excited because I love good RPGs and Obsidian made one of the best good RPGs and that's KOTOR 2. And uh, yes. they also made Fallout New Vegas, which I actually, uh, I enjoyed Fallout New Vegas. Mm -hmm. um, the little bit I did play of it. So, 
And and I know a lot of people that regard New Vegas as probably one of the best fallouts. So Yeah, I think people say it was better than three. Yeah. Which it which it proceeded. Or no. It didn't. I no, it came it out after three. You're right, you're right. So what, what do you say. think about this, Seth? I think it's good. I mean Um They have a, a history of making good games. And so now they will be backed by a company that has, by a publisher that has money to put into uh, bigger titles for them. So it's cool. Yeah. I, I'm really excited. This kind of goes hand in hand with uh, seemingly Microsoft's initiative from E3 where they were kind of just saying, hey, we're buying everyone. Yeah. And, and I think that... Um, Along that, you can kind of expect them to put out in the coming years a, a new AAA title, because I think that's what Microsoft is trying to do with this: is um, get developers who can make uh, high-grade exclusives for their con- for their consoles. Right, of course. So that's and exciting. That's it's definitely their game because that's where Sony is really getting them right now frustratingly i mean i don't know spider-man is really good so it's not frustrating to me but there for every person that doesn't like last of us there's about 50 people that love it so you know yeah sony's still winning that game on some front Mm -hmm. but uh any any other news from you sif yeah so gearbox and i guess sony and together announced that um borderlands 2 is getting a vr version of it um exclusively for psvr um kind of a cool announcement um i think we we've talked about our struggles going back to borderlands 2 um but i think it would be a cool thing to be able to kind of experience in in that way um, because it's, it's, it's a cool looking place. Um, so, and the thing with it being a PlayStation exclusive, I read this right before we got on the podcast. Um, if you pre-order the game, you can get a dynamic theme for it, uh, for, for PS4. Uh, but of course only if you pre-order, uh, just the the most fantastic thing ever. It is really a stupid system they've built. Something they could easily make money off of, yeah. and they just are unwilling. Yeah, I mean, I'm never I'm never gonna buy this because I don't have a PSVR, so I guess I'm not getting this theme. Hmm. Too bad. Though. I wish I could fix that for you, man. I feel that feels bad. Maybe, maybe once. The name changes come back. Once the name changes come to PS4, then pe- we can get all those people to complain about the dynamic themes. And fi- and then in a couple years, Sony will do something about it. All right. Yeah. And we can, we, can trans- we can transition to the other Sony thing that was announced, which is that uh, even though they are 10 years late to the party, you will be able to change your PSN name in the beginning of 2019. There you go. And 
if you were one of those people that were younger at the time and you named your gamer tag, you know, like, um, I like butts or something stupid, you, you know, you can change it now. Now, here's the funny thing. Unless you still like butts, then keep it. So, yeah. So here's, here's, here's a good little funny thing that I didn't realize until uh, a listener of the show and my friend Cameron pointed out to me that this does not mean that you're getting rid of your old name. Some games will still use your old name, by the way. What? And it will have your new name next to it. What? Yes. That doesn't make any sense. I am with you. Also, if you switch your name, I'm imagining this has to do with your old name not being changed in some games. If you change your name, it does not free up your old name for someone else to take. That's weird. So, <laughs> it's very weird. I don't understand it. Yeah. But it is Sony, baby. Seems like a... That seems like a Nintendo type thing to do. Yeah, but it's uh, Sony's doing it. There you go. <laughs> I mean, frankly, I will, I will never experience this problem because my PSN name is perfect. It is Big Pony. This that needs no changes. I'm surprised you haven't made your Xbox One Big Pony. Look, I'm not going to change my Xbox One. I know you. You love the changed monk. I do. It was generated for me randomly, and I stand by it. So, uh, it's, I, I really, some people that have been around me when we're playing online have asked me what your gamer tag means, and I just, I have to explain to them. It means nothing. It means nothing. Which is good. It's a good, it's a good name, so can't complain there. Let's see, what is the... Oh, a big piece of news for your boy. As I am still playing this game. Pokemon Go Gen 4 is coming. Mmm. And, and it's, also, it's also arriving soon. Well, yeah. What? You, what? <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> I, you threw me off there. Uh, continue. Um, it's... Um, it's definitely coming. It's going to be good. The What's great about it is a lot of the Pokemon in Gen 4 are evolutions of Pokemon that we have a bunch of candy for if you've been catching a lot of these non-evolution type Pokemon or non-evolutions. So it's, yeah, it's definitely a thing that's weird where they... Gen 4 had a lot of continuances from the original Pokemon. Yes. But it's fine. So it'll make a lot of those useful, which is why they should have been in there sooner because it's been kind of frustrating. I have nothing to do with all these candies, but it's okay. I will soon. Um, and they also announced that Melt how Meltan can be caught. So it's very weird and obscure, but let me tell you, because I saw it in an article. 
Meltan cannot be caught and Pokemon Let's Go. So you have to catch and transfer him from Pokemon Go. Yep. But it's a, like, there's a mystery box thing where there's, like, a timed aspect to it. It's weird. They released a little trailer for Meltan where he's kind of walking around the world and looking at stuff. It's adorable. But he's also very, he's very cute. Yeah. Got this weird red tail and... <laughs> But the problem is, because it's an amorphous body, you don't know if the red tail is sticking out of its front or its back. I'm pretty sure it's its back. Well, yeah, but... It would be a little explicit if it was coming out of its front. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. So, uh, that's Meltan for you. Um, They also tease that he's going to have a new form or something. Yeah. It's a weird-looking Pokemon, and... I don't know what number it's going to be. Mm, one, one, one would assume that it is in the new generation, but we we never know. You can't know. It could be like an Alolan Ditto that they just haven't really told us since they changed the name or whatever. But, could be. Or a unique beast or whatever those things are. A UB00 whatever. Uh, an Ultra Beast. Ultra Beast. There you go. I didn't like any of them, so I ignored them. Some of but, them had cool designs. Um, any any other news for you, Pony? Uh, no. I'm out. I'm all out. All out. Uh, the only other news I got is the Project X Cloud is coming. Yes. Project X Zone. Uh, Project X Cloud is Microsoft's streaming thing, and they had to announce it, I'm sure, because Google announced theirs, and I wouldn't be surprised if Sony announced theirs in about five or six years after everyone else already has one. Yeah. So, <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's just a waiting game for them. They just want to get in at the right moment, so. Yep. Um, other than that, I I want to hear from you guys. Send in through Facebook Messenger, comments on our page. We see them all. Send us what you've been playing this week. And if you've been playing Mario Party, send us your favorite mini game you've played on Mario Party. Because I really liked, even though Michael Todd made me very mad and he messed up, there was a really cool one, Seth, where it was a two versus two and it had like nine pegs in the board and you had to, both of you had to take a string and make certain designs around the pegs. Mm. And it was oh, really yeah, neat. Oh yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, that one looks cool. It was really fun and we were really good at it in practice and then he froze and messed up in actual gameplay. So, but it's fine. Um, but that was my favorite. I forgot the name of it. I feel bad, but let us know what you're playing. We want communication with you or we're just talking to the internet and getting nothing back. Yeah. Um, and let us know if Nintendo or any other developer or, um, tricks you into buying their game because that's a real epidemic. Yeah. It's apparently a real problem going on. (laughs) We, we want to know if you've been tricked into buying any games and you're not happy with them. 
Um, obviously, if you are, you're not one of the people that bought Assassin's Creed Odyssey, which I am insanely jealous if you have that game, and we will hopefully be reporting on that soon because that game is getting crazy, ridiculous good reviews and good feedback on Twitter and everything. So um, if you've played that, please let us know if it is as good as people are saying. Yep. So, And if you have it, please give us your copy for free. Yeah, you could also do that. I'll give you Seth's address so, so you can ship it to him and there you, go. You, you won't know mine. Now, offers out there. <laughs> um, but other than that, share this episode with your friends. We appreciate you listening every week, uh, putting up with us being uh, kind of scatterbrained or, you know, just having fun. Uh, me getting stupid excited about little things they add to Mario Party because I'm, you know, I just do that. And uh, yeah, uh, if you want to share it or anything, you can now go to Spotify and copy a link to our show yeah. and post it wherever. So Spotify is an easy place to find us as well as your local podcatcher. I actually downloaded this one weird podcatcher because I subscribed to an audio radio show and as most radio see. shows are yeah but it's called overcast and we're on there I've never submitted us so yeah mm. I've never submitted us there but yet we are there so any podcatcher you use we're probably on it yeah I mean if you're listening to this you have found one that we're on for sure. So, review us on there. Let us know what you think. And if you don't think we're going to see the review, you can send it to us through any of our communication channels. And we'll read it aloud on the podcast. Yeah, I'll say that. I'll I'll read aloud any review that's not explicit oh. on the podcast. That was good. You had to, had to get, that, get that in there. Just in yeah, case. I know. <laughs> yeah. So, do that. We appreciate you. We hope you appreciate us. Let us know what you think. And we'll see you here next week at the same bat time and the same bat place. Bye. Bye.